everybody. Welcome back to Pour the Tea Podcast. I'm Mel. And I'm Tess. And we are so glad you're here. We are covering 90 Day Fiance Season 10, Episode 2. And y'all, it's wild. just uh, buckle up. Yeah. Because when we first watched that ep- the first episode, it was nobody was bonding. Nobody was blending. There's lots of lying. Lots, lots of, of arguments. Lying. Yes. There is no honesty here. No relationship is looking good at this point. No, ma'am. But we start this episode off with Ashley. If you remember last episode, she was freaking out, having a panic attack in the car, mm-hmm. waiting to see if Manuel made it into the U.S. Because she hasn't heard, him, heard from him in hours. She safely makes it to the airport. But what I don't understand is why, A, her sister is there. And B, why did they take separate cars? It was super strange to me, too. The sister brought a big sign that says Bienvenido. Great. That's so sweet. Very loving, very kind. But why did they take two separate cars? I didn't get that. She finds her sister and starts to lose it all over again when she sees her. Have you ever had that feeling, though, when something happens to you and you are like, okay, I'm going to keep my crying. I can feel it's right there. But it all of a sudden just like boils over when you either somebody asks you if you're okay or somebody that you know and can fight in time. and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. Yes, yes. <laughs> all the time. I think that's what it was for her. Like she kind of kept it together. It and-, and then she saw her sister and it just came flooding out of her again. Because obviously she's feeling really nervous. There's a lot behind those tears. Mm-hmm. It's a fear of him not making it. Fear of them not making it. Mm-hmm. Fear of her not wanting to be with him. A lot of emotions are going into those tears. But it's finally hitting Ashley that it's real. And we're here at the airport about to pick up your fiancé to begin your life with him. That is frightening. That's that's some heavy stuff. Heavy, heavy stuff. She's walking around the airport trying to figure out where he's going to come out of. All while her sister is basically holding her up while they're walking. I mean, she is really figuratively and literally leaning on her sister for support. Manuel, he makes his way down the escalator and the relief on Ashley is palpable. You can mm-hmm. see it. She just does this shuffle run to him. <laughs> and she's like, mi amor, mi amor. <laughs> she speaks beautiful. Spanish. Is it yeah. Spanish? I, Ecuadorian? I don't even know. Spanish. We'll I would say. think okay, Spanish. Spanish. Okay, she speaks beautiful Spanish. They embrace for what feels like forever hugging and kissing and Poor sweet Sienna. She's just back there, like, holding, holding up the sign. sign. Like, Hi. <laughs> like, this is so awkward. Why am I here? Like, I just want to go. Right. Watching their interaction, though, it's really awkward, to say the least, because she's feeling him more than he's feeling her. A hundred percent. I got that vibe, too. If she could just crawl into his skin, she would. And he's just kind of like, don't, don't touch me. Don't linger on me. And I don't know if it's because he's not feeling her or if, like, PDA makes him very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. In an interview with Manuel, he talks about how he has 90 days to get married, but he ultimately would love to just tack on another 30 and make it 120. So he's not really in a rush to get married to her. I'm sorry. If you're in love with somebody and you're committed and you're ready, you're going to get that done. You're going to get that gonna done You're not going to be like, quick. I need more time. Yeah. You're like, You've already I'm, waited six months. I know. Yeah. Five months and 30 days. Why wouldn't you just want to be like, 90 days is too much. I'm ready to get married tomorrow. But when they're together, she's all over him. And he looks like he would rather be anywhere else but in that spot with her making out 
with his whole entire face because that's what she's doing. She's kissing everywhere, everywhere. and you could—he's t- just cringing. He's cringing, and she has bright red lipstick on. She looks beautiful in it, yeah, but it's all over his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got him covered. She is letting everybody know this man, this man's right this, here. This I've waited man. enough, <laughs> and he's mine. We head to Nikki. Nikki, she's packing to get ready for a trip to Russia to see her fiance Justin slash Igor. I'm gonna say Igor because that's really his name. He is not. We do not want him in the light of day today for him to look like Justin Timberlake. I've read Britney Spears' uh, book. Thank you. Okay? I had to shade. We will get it. We need to do a book talk, okay? <laughs> because. <laughs> I know. Yes, because I could go into that. But Nikki's mom comes to spend some time with her before she leaves. Nikki mentions that her mom is very encouraging of her relationship with Justin now. But when she applied for the K-1 visa before, her mom didn't like him and wanted Nikki to drop him. Hmm. But now her relationship with Justin is very promising. And they're Mm -hmm. very close. But when they first got together, it was like, "Uh uh-uh. Nikki, you need to find someone better. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Now Nikki's mom is more encouraging of her relationship with than Nikki is. Because Nikki has those doubts. And that's a big red flag. Mm-hmm. That's a huge... She has nothing but doubts. I do believe genuinely she loves him. But she just has a lot hanging Trust over her. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. I know. But I think the problem, like you said, she feels like this is her last chance at love. She's 47. She wants the family. She wants that life. And he's it. I mean, she's invested 17 years into this man, Mm -hmm. essentially. I mean, I know that they split for a long time, but she didn't find anybody within that time. And he's come back to her and he brings her happiness, despite the fact that they're not to get like physically not together. So that's got to be, I don't know. Challenging. Now, Nikki and her mom, they had a rough history, and this is where it kind of gets a little bit dark, but when Nikki announced that she was going to transition, Nikki's mom was adamant that she gave birth to a boy and didn't raise a freak. Mm. And those are her words, not mine. Yeah, that's that's heavy. Mm -hmm. The one person. She never talks about a dad, so I'm assuming that was just her and her mom together for her whole life. Her and her mom, they didn't speak for two years. That's a long time to not speak to your mom. But they happily have found that relationship and are even closer than they were ever before. Her mom wants to know how his family's feeling about her going to Russia to see Justin and his family. And Nikki's worried that while his mom says she is accepting of Nikki, is that going to be the case when, you know, Nikki's physically there and meets up with the mom? Because it's one thing to say it on a phone. and When there's no... Physical contact. Yeah. Yeah. So in an interview, Nikki's mom talks about the fact that she wasn't there for Nikki during her transition. And it's obviously something that weighs heavy on her mind because she begins to cry and says it's the greatest regret in her life is that she wasn't there for two years. That's a lot. Well, you miss out on a lot in two years. In two years. But what what did those two years comprise of? Like, what were the changes that Nikki made in those two years that you missed out on? Maybe the surgeries and stuff. Well, and I know that there's a lot that you have to go through psychologically. You have to go to therapists in order to get it signed off mm. and for that major surgery. So she had to do a lot of healing, a lot of navigating through that and by herself. That's a lot. Yeah. Nikki needs to travel to Russia, spend the three weeks to get to figure out if it's going to work before she brings him to the U.S. So she's going, she's going to spend the three weeks and she decides then if it's going to be worth if it. she cares to even bring him back. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're going back to Rob. Mind you, just a Rob reminder. The snob. Rob the knob. Rob the knob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, he's the one that is engaged to Sophie. She's coming from London. He's going to go pick her up at the airport. He wants to do this fancy dance and this mm-hmm. whole production that's all about Rob. Okay. Yeah. So Homeboy is holding his Fiat trunk open with a two by four. <laughs> okay. Run, Sophie. Run, Sophie. Get out of there. Don't walk, but run. Yes. When they decided to get engaged, there wasn't a ring or a proposal that happened. So he's planning a quote-unquote Disney princess proposal. It's what he said. Okay. Um, Did she ever talk to you about liking Disney? Because if she didn't, that's not something I would do. I don't know if it's... Like, if she's a fan, if she's a Disney fan, I don't know if I would do that. Unless that's what she's into. And I'm sorry, you live in LA. I know. Go to Disneyland. Take her to Disneyland. For the love. So he's planning this whole Disney princess proposal at the airport, and he's more concerned about his dance than he is about seeing her and making sure that she arrived safely. Mm. Okay. She's so confused. So they, they, she comes down. They finally meet. Everything's good. And she's so confused because they're right next to those, like, cart trolleys. Uh-huh. In the airport, mm-hmm. down by baggage claim, and he's like, stop, wait. And she's like, what is even going on? Uh-huh. And he walks in front of her, puts his speaker on the floor, and starts dancing. And she's standing there like, what uh-huh. is actually going on right yeah. now? But he's playing music loudly and grinding, dancing, uh-huh. pointing at her before he goes over to her and hugs her. And she's like... That was nice. Thank you. Like, this is awkward. Yeah. Explain yourself. Exactly. Sophie had said that if any other guy had done what Rob did, she would say, ew. (laughs) But because it was Rob, it was okay. No, no, the whole situation was ick. Mm -hmm. But he, they're walking through the airport. They're getting ready to go outside. And it's random. It is so random. Like, he didn't propose to her after he did his little dance grind bump and grind thing they got they kept walking they kept going and then he's like i guess i better do this and just drops down in front of customs exchange in lax i'm sure in lax LAX, i'm sure too because nasty oh do better stand lax do better do better but he gets down on one knee and he proposes it was the most random moment ever and she didn't say yes immediately Mm-mm. she was like what are you doing like what what's <laughs> get going your on ass here? up we're not doing this right now exactly she said that she never envisioned getting married before until rob i feel like mm. at some point you do envision getting married at some point along the way you might not envision your whole wedding and how it's going to go and xyz she's 23 though i'm like are Okay, that's under. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't imagine at twenty three that you've envisioned your wedding, especially if you're spending your time trying to build your content, your, your brand. Yes. You know? So uh, she just didn't know that he was gonna propose and all of this, and she was still confused why he chose the airport to like officially proposed to her mm-hmm. the whole situation was just awkward i was crazy yeah. i had secondhand embarrassment yeah for this guy, like so. oh god let me cover my eyes i know but jasmine our friend jasmine comes into play again <sighs> i was to take a deep breath when i hear her name it's just I, I can't i know i agree she was tired of having arguments with gino and she wanted to feel like she had control over something so what does she do she goes and chops all of her hair off Mm, okay all right okay you and, do you and got rid of all the extensions um because she said that gino is a cheapo well honey <laughs> i got is some she, news you know, yeah. oh she's gonna be in for a shock i got some happens. news for you because i guarantee you're gonna be on ramen and <laughs> canned beans like 
Yeah. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. No, but she's Did used ma- to being taken care of. Exactly. Spoils. So if you think he's cheap now, watch oh, out. Yeah. Watch out, babe. She says that this is the bravest thing she's ever done in her life with moving to America and marrying Gino. And she said goodbye to her family, to her kids, to her whole life in Panama. Absolutely not. But she's bringing her dog with her. Oh, but the dog can come? The, the dog kids can can't come, but the dog can come? Yeah, we, we see where her priorities uh-huh. lie here. Give me a freaking break. So she's been praying to, you know, Big G that she's doing the right thing and moving here. Ah. Uh, all okay. of that. But then we turn to Gino, and him and Jasmine had gotten into a, a big heated argument the night before she left. So she blocked him on WhatsApp. Apparently, that's the only way that they can communicate is through WhatsApp. This is so awesome. It is. It's such a great way to start your relationship. Mm-hmm. So he literally has no idea if she's even coming, right? If she's mm-hmm. going to get on that plane, come to America. He quit his job so he could make sure that she was comfortable living in the U.S. and hopes that he made the right choice in doing that. Newsflash, Well, what Gino. the hell was that? Why? Why do you need to be the one? Like, why do you need to stay with her 24-7? She Maybe, speaks English. She does. Maybe take a month off. Uh, oh, take a week. Take two. I don't care, but not a freaking year. I think he full-on quit his job because he walked out of that building with a box of stuff. Oh, he did. In that typical box that everyone yes, does. the brown box <laughs> the brown with the box. lid. <laughs> Yes. So my thoughts here is how does he expect to afford to to live? Like it doesn't get into his financial situation with whether or not he prepared for this. To me, he does not seem like the type of guy that makes wise decision and just kind of goes off the whim of whatever he Uh feels. Mm -hmm. And now he's bringing a wife into the situation. What are your plans here? Yeah. (laughs) Truly, what are your plans he shows up at the airport with flowers, completely unaware if Jasmine is even going to show up. Does he have... Uh, that's the other thing. Does he have to have a job for her to stay? I'm so confused on that. I really don't know I how guess that not. Works. I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. because We will find out. She obviously is coming, but we're with Ashley. Ashley and Manuel have left the airport, and as she's driving to her house, she's kind of showing in the city of Rochester and showing him her neighborhood. Her house is cute. It's a two-story, very cute, quaint neighborhood. I didn't realize there's so much money in tarot reading because of that house. Like, where does she get her money to have that house? No no judgment here, but she must have a good clientele to have a place like that. Or she's got a side hustle that she's not mentioning. Maybe. He starts to pet Ashley's little dog, Rico Suave. Rico. What I did notice, Mel, is that he pets the dog for a couple of seconds And this is when I'm like serial killer right here because he then grabs the dog's mouth. What? Uh Uh-huh. Immediately followed by him saying he doesn't like cats and Ashley has a cat. So he pets the dog and then grabs it by the mouth like very sternly. And I'm like, that's a serial killer. Hello. Hello. Red lights flashing. Red flags waving. Like, what are we not seeing here? What? Yes. You need to go watch it again. Okay, because I, I fast forward through the parts like, oh, watch that one scene. Yes, because he oh, grabbed no. the dog's mouth. After seeing that, I automatically don't like the dude. I didn't like him before because Game of the vibes. secrecy. But now I'm like, okay, this guy right here, this is what serial killers do. They start with the animals first and then they escalate. He's not nice. He's animal cruelty. I don't do it. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. The way he grabbed that dog's mouth, I'm like, nah, dude, you need to go. 
Bounce. Kick him out. Did she see this? She didn't see it. Oh. She did not see it. But he's not, and you'll see, he's not quiet about his opinions on the animals. At all. We're seeing some cultural differences here. He talks about the fact that cats, they don't have a benefit as a pet. They only serve the benefit of killing mice. So once the mice are gone, the cats need to go as well. They, he doesn't want a cat in the house. I'm sorry, but it's her house, her rule. I mean. No, 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 uh, no, no. Continue that because I'm like, it's her house that you're moving to. You are essentially a guest in her home. Don't tell her that she can't have her cat and don't tell her she can't have Rico Suave. You better leave Rico <laughs> Suave alone. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I mean, okay, so if she's, it, it is her house, her rules, but in the same sense, they're getting married. So, but wouldn't he have known that she had animals before he came? Like, wouldn't that be something that they shared in some sort of conversation? Like, oh, by the way, I have a cat or two cats and a dog. Well, or- I don't think he knew that the cat and the dog are inside animals. I know. Moving on. Welcome to the U.S., the land of people having pets in their home. Okay? He also doesn't understand why you need hot water when it's warm outside. So that must be like a luxury that we have here. So he says if it's hot outside, why would you come and take a hot shower? It just doesn't make Hmm. sense to him. I get it. He goes into the bedroom and says that from now on... The dog is not to sleep on the bed and will be sleeping outside. Bitch, you ain't making that decision for me. Oh, no. Yes, I he have did. issues with Manuel <laughs> he here. He comes in automatically demanding no. these. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you can move on. You don't get to come into her house, like I said, as a guest, be a little bitch and start demanding <laughs> changes to occur. Like, she doesn't have to do that for you. She brought you here. You know her ass is going to have to support him financially. Mm-hmm. Sure. He tells her that if the dog and cat come into the room freely, then he's sleeping on the couch. Peace More out. power to you there, Manuel. What you need? You need two pillows or one? Mm-hmm. I hope the sun doesn't hit your eyes in the morning. You know, I'm just like, kick him out. Yeah. Kick him to the curb. Yeah. She's not going to do that. She's just like, she's... Very frustrated. Her her animals are her life. Because she says in an interview, Rico Suave has been with me through a ton of partners. And, like, they leave, and guess who stays? Rico mother Suave. So as far as I'm concerned, Rico Suave can sleep where he wants, whether it's in the sala or whether it's in the bedroom. All well, the dog has fight. been there through thick and thin, day and night, like, that is her baby. And no. I, he's not understanding, maybe because they don't treat dogs and cats the same way we do. Apparently. But you cannot come here and just expect her to change for you. You came to her. You need to learn to adapt because it's mm-hmm. not just her that mm-hmm. feels that way. You are in America. Things are different than in Ecuador. She says culturally he's used to telling people what to do and getting his way. Ashley comes from a long line of strong women who are not going to put up with that bullshit. So get in line, Manuel. Get your ass fucking in line or go back home. Okay. That's what I say. I say the same. He says that she needs to accept that she isn't going to be the only one making decisions. No one says that she, she didn't say that she was going to be the only way. She's not saying that your opinion doesn't matter. But again, you don't get to come in and be like, that's got to go. That's got to go. Why is this that way? Get rid of that. Do this. Do that. You don't get to do that. No, no sir. Like you, your bags have not touched the freaking ground. You haven't even unpacked your stuff yet. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, he's unpacking. Apparently. Uh, 
I don't know. I just put on here, listen to me, you piece of shit, because you obviously didn't hear me the first time when I told you that you were a guest in her home. So don't come into her home and have the audacity to start demanding things. A little, I can't stand him. No. Him and no. Jasmine just need to meet up and... And shack up, yeah, whatever. Leave. Okay, so we go back to Rob and Sophie. They're still at LAX, right? They get stuck in an elevator. Oh my god, that's a fear though. I don't. I wouldn't want that. All of a sudden, no. the walls start no. closing in. No, and she start. He's arguing with her, saying it's not broken. It's not broken, and she's like, it is absolutely broken. <laughs> the doors aren't opening. It's not going from floor to floor. It's not moving at all. And she starts to panic. Like you could just sense. Like she's just feeling super uneasy. I felt mm-hmm. bad for her because I could feel it. You yeah. know. So he's a total dick about it and tells her it's stuff like this that she has to be prepared for. The elevator breaking? No, sir. Prepare for the unexpected. Sure, I get that. But I also think that she needs to prepare for you to man up and handle and take care of it and calm her. 100%. He's just standing there. He's not doing anything. She's anxious, wanting to get out. And he's so cavalier about it and saying that there's just nothing he can do. He then blames the broken elevator on her and asks her if she has more than 3,000 pounds in her luggage. He's oh, like, give me a break. Dick. She's like, no, no, I don't. Poor Sophie is exhausted. She's jet lagged. Yeah. She's panicked. She hasn't had a shower in 25 hours. And he's a knob. And he's a knob. <laughs> All Rob does and says is that it's ridiculous, but he still stands there doing nothing. She calls the elevator operator and he tells her that nobody's going to answer because of the time it is. Uh, and guess what? Somebody <laughs> picks up. Yeah, because I'm sure they're on call 24-7. They have to be. It's yes. a freaking elevator. Yeah. So In someone, an airport. Yes, a busy airport at that. So mm-hmm. someone answers and gets them out of there. And she's like, oh, thank God. You know, they're standing outside and he just, you could tell he's annoyed, right? He needs to get over himself. But he leaves her standing there and then decides to just walk up the parking garage to go get their car that it's like at the very top Mm. he's standing there going to get her car or get his car and she gets back in the elevator Uh, i'm like sister that just broke no don't go in there and then but she goes up to the floor that they were supposed to get off on and the elevator doors open he's annoyed that she came up the elevator to see what was taking so long with the car and he's like i can't stand you he, f- thirty I'm seconds done. after just proposing, I'm done. He said he can't stand her and that she's ruining the whole experience. Screw you, dude! Your piss poor attitude. Get screwing. out! Yeah. Get out! Anyway, we close the door on them and head over to Jasmine. She's still frustrated with Gino and their disagreement, their argument that they had the night before, oh, and said that he knows when she blocks him, he screwed up. Ah. So apparently this isn't the first time and I'm guessing it's not going to be the last, but they finally see each other in the airport and she runs into his arms. Like they're just running across the airport to each other. She full on, her dog is in a little, uh, full little on, carrier. no, it's like a, a stroller for dogs. Shut, get the hell out I'm of not here joking. right it's now. It's neon purple stroller Get out of here. No, nope. And she just on. pushes the dog. In the stroller, going Peace out. yeah, <laughs> and runs to Gino. The, the stroller is still going. And the dog's like, like, I didn't ask I know. for this. <laughs> hey, mom, help me. <laughs> <laughs> but they finally see each other at the airport, running into each other's arms. <sighs> Buckle up for this part because okay. it's so gross. She then asks him 
to stick his tongue out so she can kiss it slash suck on it. Stop right freaking now. I don't want to know that shit. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know it. It's the stuff of nightmares. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ugh, Get I'm getting nauseous thinking about it. But Ugh. he he then proceeds to stick his tongue out. And then she says. God, please don't say it. Please don't. I gotta. She no, says don't. that she can suck his tongue. God damn it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I can't let you finish that. No. She you get it. Suck his tongue for the rest of her life. God every dang. night among S- other things. Stop. God, this isn't a porno in the airport. Jesus God. I can't. Get out of here. I cannot. I cannot. It's so freaking I love gross. That you have her. <laughs> Sometimes wants to strangle her quote unquote gringo monkey. Good God. <laughs> she said she can't live without him. Well, Jesus, Lord have mercy with that talk. I'm- oh my God. <laughs> you ever have those where you just mini throw up? That yes. was that moment. Yes. I don't want to ever hear you I'm- talk about sucking somebody's <laughs> tongue. Sorry. Never again. It was not me sucking somebody's <laughs> tongue. It's her. <laughs> Oh, Oh, but uh, anyway, so they move on and she's they're walking out of the airport. Right. And Uh she says that she's excited to see their house and she looks forward to smelling it. I'm like, I does Gino have a funk smell? I don't (laughs) like maybe he doesn't use deodorant. I don't know because she was that was the thing that she pointed out was that she was excited and looking forward to smelling his house. God, that sounds gross. I don't know. I don't get what that meant. Ugh. Well, the time has come. We finally meet Justin slash Igor. And I'll be damned, but we finally get to see this man in person on screen. He's a good looking dude. He's actually a very good looking dude. The country seems beautiful. Hope to visit. But what I don't want to see when I get there is this guy swinging on some pole, swinging his legs wide open. Because he's doing like some... Exercise outside, like swinging. All of a sudden, the camera view just comes right in crotch view. It's like wide legged. We can see it all. Yes. He tells us that he's 36 years old and his name is Igor, but I'm not buying that his name isn't Boris, like I said before, because the way he talks is Boris. Boris. Very sweet guy, though. I do think that he's very kind. He's a personal trainer, and his goal is to feel like a universal soldier, whatever that means. I have no idea. That's kind of scary, but okay. Yeah. He does say that he's nervous about Nikki coming because the people from his country are narrow-minded and it will be tough for people to accept Nikki as trans. He worries about Nikki wearing a lot of makeup and flashy clothes because it brings attention to them and he worries for her safety. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't... I, I, sure. Is that like we're worried about somebody attacking her if they find out? I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. But Justin, he's meeting up with his close friend, Sergey. And uh, I just, you know, I like I'm not it. With you. <laughs> I like uh, them talking, but I think what I really loved the most is they're outside at this cafe 
It is so cute because they've got these benches and everyone's out playing chess. It's just like such just, a natural thing. It's yeah. so wonderful. I and want to see this. And the park that he was working out at was like a workout outside a workout park. Yes. It was it's, great. It's a beautiful country. It really is. I just, the old men playing the chess, these two, Sergey and Justin meeting up to have coffee and they're playing chess. And It was beautiful. Sergey knows about Nikki being trans and so he's been very accepting of her, but we get justin's version of how nikki told him she was trans like the way that in which he reacted and how he felt and it was when nikki was upset with him and she just blurted that information out what she said to him in his words was she should have been born a woman but was instead born a man Hmm. and that's how he knew okay he his friend sergey wants to know if they were intimate And Justin says, yes, of course they were intimate. Well, they were intimate a lot prior to him knowing about the trans. And I don't think so much since then. Hmm. After he found out, he packed his bags and went back home. What he found out was his friends turned his back on him the second they found out about Nikki. So he came home. He told them the information. And they're like, well. And they're like, we're not, we're not about that life. Well, not only that, but like, you're trying to tell me that you were intimate with this person? Like instantly turn their backs on him that's sad when he started communicating again with nikki he would he would text her but just as a friend like we said before but then as time went on they started to reconnect as partners now justin says he's more open-minded and accepting of more things and sees nikki as a nice sweet woman mind you he has very broken english so he's Mm -hmm. trying to say this stuff and i get what he means like she's a wonderful person but he's very broken english yeah sergey wants to see a current picture of nikki and Justin shows him one of her in a bikini, and she's on the beach, and she's posing, very mm-hmm. provocative. She looks gorgeous. And Sergey's like, yeah, she's beautiful. I'm like, well, let's find out from these old men playing chess right behind us what they think. So mm-hmm. they immediately show the picture, and the guys are like, jaws drop, drool hanging out. What? Like, oh, yeah, she's hot, for sure. She's hot. Because they didn't want to tell them that Nikki is trans, so they wanted to see if Like a they genuine. Pick- yes, mm-hmm. a genuine reaction. They don't feel any differently. I mean, like, they're just like, she's hot. Yeah. But in Justin's mind, he knows that, or he thinks, I should say, because he doesn't know, but that if he were to tell them, oh, well, this is my girlfriend, Nikki, and she's trans, mm-hmm. that they would immediately be, be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So going back to Jasmine, she's not used to the cold and kept asking him if the air conditioner was on even when they were outside. Apparently, Panama is toasty (laughs) but she's terrified of dying from hypothermia because she's not used to the cold she said michigan is like hell but the winter version of hell Mm. and she said that the place screams depression it's gloomy it's dark and she doesn't feel that god wanted people to actually live there oh god that's intense okay i've never been to michigan but i can picture it's probably cold i would imagine probably cold yeah northern state so she was so excited to see their home and she walked in and she was not impressed well, what she does was, she expect? He's a basically a it's bachelor. A bachelor pad. Yeah, yeah, it's a bachelor pad. She said his house smelled like garbage and dust. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she went That's there. That's an insult, man. That's yeah. hard. 
Yeah, she went there. She questioned everything. His recycling bin, the colors of the walls, why he had the Panama flag upside down because he decorated for her. Oh, it was the intention. It was the intention, yeah. Um, And she started going through all the cabinets and just criticized everything from saving grocery bags to the cans of food in his pantry to what was in his freezer and his lack of organization to him having chocolate milk in the fridge. She just kept going on and on criticizing. What's wrong with the chocolate milk? Because he's a grown man? Yeah. He doesn't need to have that. And that that's the reason why he has the poundage around his, his Oh, waist. my God. Well, Gino, she's here. Ain't nothing going to change. So buckle in. If this is really what you want, prepare. Because this is going right, to be the way it is. Right, but that's the thing is. that she said that she loved about him was his, his she dad She doesn't, bod. though. She doesn't. That's no. A, yeah. No, she actually doesn't. Overall, the house was worse than she thought, and she's not used to living like this. She doesn't know if she'll be able to stay there if he doesn't actively make changes to make her feel more confident and comfortable. Again, we have somebody whose bags have not even touched the ground, and they're already criticizing and trying to make changes. Yes. You need to adapt. You're in someone's home. You have to learn to adapt. I, I agree we have to come to some kind of resolution and this person has to meet this person. But not three seconds into walking to a, into a home. Are you going to? No. I know. Gone. I know. And have we checked on the dog? Is the dog still in the The dog shoulder? is here. Okay. We'll get so into we the haven't dog. We talked about whether she I caught up with the dog. Ooh, we'll get into the dog. Okay. Oh, mercy. But... <laughs> We're going to chat about Sophie. She's worried about her safety. They're in Inglewood, freaking California, and it is sketch visit, sketch, uh-huh. sketch town there. So she's worried about her safety, and they're just now driving up to his house. He's saying the gunshots, er, there's gunshots every now and then, uh-huh. that they happen, and that there's only one bullet hole in one of his windows. That is frightening. In all seriousness, worried about walking down the street because you could get hit by a stray bullet? That's so frightening. I would not be walking around down there anyway. Did he prepare her for that? And I I genuinely mean that. Like, she should have been prepared for what she was going into. She had visited him previously. Okay. But with the expectation that he was going to be looking for a different place by the time she came back. Okay. Obviously, he didn't do that. Yeah. Dick. Anyway, she explains that she lives in a nice place and he chimes in saying that she doesn't even know what the hood is. She hasn't needed to know what the hood is and nobody needs to know what the hood is. Okay, (laughs) come on now. There's a standoff situation that they drive by on the way to their house and it's less than two minutes away from where they live. She's super worried and nervous Mm. about it and he's playing off as as if it's a Sunday morning situation, you know, like that it's nothing. So she looks at their living space as them being there temporarily because she doesn't she just doesn't feel safe. She doesn't feel good about their living quarters and there's not really any space for her in his bachelor pad. Hmm. He doesn't seem like he has any plans to move out anytime soon. And he's saying that he's going to let her negativity and judgment roll off his shoulders. Oh, my God. Okay. Here. Wow. No, honey. She has basic expectations that you should be meeting. <laughs> Absolutely. If she doesn't feel Safety safe. Safety being one. Yes. If she doesn't feel safe, you need to be doing something to ensure that she feels good about where y'all are at. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. So. Yeah. What a jerk. But back to Jasmine. Ugh. You're going to freak out. I, I don't gonna like freak her. Out. You're going to freak out. I don't like So her. she brings her dog Coco with her to America. But yeah, she didn't bring her children bring her again. kids. And... Gino looks over. He's like, what's that? He's like, the dog peed on the carpet. <gasps> Her whole thought was to make sure that he knew it was not the dog. And he's like, this is my house. I know that the dog just peed there. What else would it be? 
I'm just going to say this. That he, she put her finger in it and brought it up to her nose. Are you not grabbing even a paper towel? No! Put her finger. And I want, I want Gino to see that she just touched freaking dog pee with her bare fingers and put it up to her nose. Those hands aren't clean, Gino. Those hands aren't clean. She put that up to her nose. Why didn't she just get down on the ground? She may as well have licked it. I mean- oh my God, no. Because Gino's like, oh my God, she just talked about sucking my tongue. I don't want that near me. Well, she's full of, uh, full on okay with putting her two fingers in the pee and putting it up to her Why face. Why didn't she just bend down and sniff the rug? I don't know, but this proves or just the point it because pee. she was like, oh, I guess, I guess he did pee on the floor. Get the f- fuck out of here i'm not i'm not joking she's disgusting she's gross she disgusts me it was such so disrespectful to gino because she's trying to convince him that the dog just didn't pee on the carpet and he's like i know my house and i know that that's pee because it wasn't there before he and she was trying to play it off as it was a stain that was there before he's like no the dog peed what if that had been poop i'm sorry i'm back to that would she have put her finger in it and be like yeah that's shit you know (laughs) Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. But homegirl's ready to revamp the entire place and renovate their bathroom, the master bedroom. She's got plans, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but he still has not told her that he quit his job. Okay. God, these All two. All right. So they're going up to the master bedroom to check it out. And the dude didn't even make his bed. Like, there's, like, crumpled blankets and oh sheets. Oh, my like, God. He First probably hasn't made his, his bed in a while kind of situation. Jesus. It, it was like he just rolled out. You know, just no, no like, deal. oh, shoot, I'm late. Yeah, I gotta go. But she asked him if she's going to get pregnant just by sitting on the bed because it had, quote, unquote, juices I, I, on it. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, uh-uh, Gino, you can't explain that one away as fucking lotion. You can't do it. That ain't lotion. He says that he lotions his entire body every day and that's what's on the bed. You are, sir, Uh -uh. you are lotioning a specific appendage that Uh is just, that is then making situation on the bed that you are not cleaning up. God. I'm just saying. My eyes, my eyes, my ears. It's like that little meme of that kid. Bullshit. 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 (laughs) That's exactly, that's disgusting, Gino. You can be honest with her. It's disgusting. But she wants to do all these changes while he still hasn't told her he's jobless. And he sees her desire to revamp everything as a problem. Um, So not that he hasn't told her that he doesn't have a job, but that she wants to change all of these things. Like, that's his red flag right now. Good God. So I... uh, Jesus, clean your damn sheets, Gino. Get your shit together. (sighs) We are with Ashley. Mel, she says something, and maybe it's because I've lived with indoor plumbing, but I was disgusted, and apparently this is a thing, but she tells him that he can no longer put the toilet paper in the trash can. It has to go in the toilet. Like, toilet paper gets flushed. It doesn't get put in the trash can, which means when he shits... He picks it up and puts it in the trash I'm can. I'm gagging. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it must be a plumbing thing that they don't have. I think it's cultural because I legit worked with someone <gasps> who would do the same thing. Wipe their asses and then put it in the trash can. Yeah. Who? What? 
Yeah. Why? She still does it to this day. Stop it not right now. Joking. You don't invite this person over, do you? No, I don't even. We do not associate. <gasps> She's in my past. She's from the last place that I worked. She would go in and wipe either way, pee or poo, and put it in the trash. And so you would find that in the trash. Yeah. That trash can's open. No! So I gotta... You mean she doesn't even take the time to, like, cover it with a little bit more? I mean, sometimes, but oh, other times... No. no. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope, nope. No. So, yeah, so then you've got period situation <gasps> or pee or poop oh that you're just God. seeing in the open trash can. You got the three peas kicking off in that <laughs> trash can. The three peas. Oh, <laughs> the pee... Poop and period. Good God. Humans can be so gross sometimes. I cannot, my stomach. Oh my gosh. Well, he's listening to Ashley and he is pulling on the dog's ears, like rubbing on, but not like in a loving way. He's like pulling real hard. Poor Rico is like looking at his mom like, are you, are you seeing what he's doing right here? I'm telling you, he's crazy. I don't like it. She pulls out some incense to burn before dinner and tells him it's something they do now that he's living with a witch. This doesn't sit well with him because in his mind, witches have a negative connotation. Sure. Again, if you were a little bit more open-minded, this is your partner. This is your fiance. You're soon to be esposa Mm -hmm. that you would be a little bit more open-minded. Figure it out. Be like, okay, can you explain to me so I can understand what exactly this means? Mm -hmm. Like again, you're in her home. So you have to learn to accept these things. And maybe she'll learn to not do them around you if they make you uncomfortable. But Hmm. give it time to understand them. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. They have an argument where she's saying she's a witch and him telling her she isn't. So he's telling her, you say you're a witch, but you're not. And she goes, I have have different terminologies of Well, sure. He has a a negative version of it. And she's like, yes, of course you see that because that's what you were raised to think. I'm not in the woods killing children and luring them to my house. You know, like freaky putting spells on people like it's not she's not like that but he that's the way he sees it she does say something that's quite alarming when she's happy that they're arguing in person and not over the phone i'm red flag yeah why are you excited that you're arguing at all I never have said I'm excited for this argument. I'm glad that we're doing this. I'm right so now. glad that we're doing this in person and not over the phone. <laughs> I will hang up on you. She does want her partner to love every part of her. Well, he's not. He's not accepting the witch thing, and that is who you are. That is your being. That's your makeup. And yes, and he's not accepting of it. She comes back from grabbing dinner, and he starts in on her again about the witch stuff. And she has to step away, go outside, and get some air. She just can't be around his ass mm. that's i mean we're that's like night two deal. or night oh my, night maybe one the first night oh my god she vents to production and says the witchcraft topic is going to be difficult but he isn't understanding he always has this shit eating grin on his face whenever they're arguing though he always does he's like Ew. smiling and i don't like kind of like he's got the upper hand kind yeah of or like i don't give a shit what you say oh type of no. personality The episode ends with her saying that if he truly loves her, he'll accept all parts of her in every way. I don't think she's going to get that with him. I don't think he truly loves her. I don't think he truly loves her. No. But what do you think now that the couples at this point have, well, we have Nikki and Justin who haven't met up yet, but everybody else has. I mean, it's pretty much started off as like shit shows. 
Oh, a thousand percent. Arguing from the get-go. I think it would be naive to think that there wouldn't be if you're coming into somebody's environment. You're used to it being one way, the way that you live, and then you're coming into somebody else's environment, and now you have to adapt. I get it. Sure. But nobody's understanding. Sophie's probably the only one that's like, I'm I'm scared. Like, I, I'm nervous about it. Okay, so I have to walk outside to go pee? Like, I'm we're driving around. What do you mean that gunshot was two blocks away yeah. and that we're safe? Mm-hmm. Like, bullets travel. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then you've got freaking Gino and Jasmine who are just like, they can't. That's a train wreck that I just can't stop looking away from. It, it ah. I don't see them making it long term, if they make it to the altar at all. You think they will? I don't know. I, I have no clue either. I don't know. I'm going to say no, because she's freaking psycho, and he seems just as psycho. And from the previews that I've seen from, you know, more episodes, more stuff goes down. More if, stuff. if anything else could go down, more stuff goes down with them. More, more happens. Now, Ashley and Manuel, I don't know. I think that she's invested so much into him. That I think she doesn't want to give up on him. But I think she can do better. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. What is what is so special about him? I mean, really. I really What is know. so freaking great about him? I don't know. That keeps him there. I mean, he he's come in. He's grabbed your dog by the nose. He's told you that your dog and your cat can't sleep inside anymore. They have to be outside or else he's not sleeping in the bed with you. He doesn't like the basically the very essence of your being, which is your witchcraft. He argues with you because he sees it as something completely negative. He loves to pick a fight with you. That's very obvious. Every time they're together, they're, they're fighting. And it's like stupid stuff that he starts. He loves to pick that fight with her. No. I know. This is just no absurdity at yeah. its finest here. How is any of this worth it? That's what I've got to say. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. This is a train wreck. We're just watching it happen. Mm-hmm. And I we're agree. all a part of it. I don't. We'll see what happens. But that was episode two, guys. I couldn't take it with the tongue. We don't need to ever, <laughs> ever bring that up again. <laughs> oh, man. But come follow us on all socials. Instagram. Yes. Facebook, the TikTok, the TikTok, and then come, you know, drop us a line at pour the tea podcast at gmail.com. Rate us on wherever you get your podcast, wherever yeah. you listen to them, wherever you download them, tell your friends and come back for episode three. Come back for episode three and maybe, you know, click the follow button. So then that way you can keep up with all the latest episodes from us. You know you want to. You know you want to. You like that tongue action. <laughs> you, you do. <laughs> you teabaggers. You teabaggers. All right, guys. Until next time, we appreciate you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.